This is Cause We're Dads. I got it from my daddy. I got it from my daddy. I got it, got it. Hey, All right, here we go, here we go. I got to bring the energy back. <laughs> I know, I'm all... Mm. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. It has been a long time. Welcome to Cuz We're Dads. I almost forgot the name of our show. Cuz We're Dads. It has been a long time since we've done an episode. So uh, what's going on, Eric? How you been? Uh, I've been I, I've been good, man. Uh, good. Here with the holidays. Wish I could have seen a little bit more family, but with COVID and everything, just trying to keep everybody safe. Um, you know, we ended up having a little small get together, which was great. Um, talking about uh, my immediate family and uh and in-laws yes so it was nice same here man we kept it super super i think that this is the first year ever i was in a room for christmas with less than like 20 people it was the weirdest thing for sure especially growing up in a latin family (laughs) (laughs) i know i was overlooking uh the christmas card that your mom sent out i was like wow what a difference compared to last year right and it was what's What's tough too is like, there's so much good things happening too. I know it's like a lot of bad things happen in the pandemic, but like, you know, like you guys had a baby, we're about to have a baby. Yeah. Like like so many fun things we could share at Christmas this year and we just can't because we can't get together. So, but it was not, it's, we're, we're still trying to find ways to see each other virtually or, you know. Yeah, for sure. Next year should be a blast though. I Yeah. Definitely. I'm looking forward to that one. I cannot wait. But as you can see, also, I'm not home and this isn't my new home yet. Uh, <laughs> we're, it's we're, I'm very blessed that my in-laws are letting us stay with them. Uh, but our house is in the middle of remodeling and we've been doing that for a while. So it's been, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun, uh, a lot of work. Like <laughs> I have a whole new respect for Tim, the tool man, Taylor. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. So that, yeah, that stuff's hard. It's not easy. Dude, popcorn ceiling. I've I've never loved and hate this thing so much. I was so excited to start working on this. And yeah. then by like, so is that the first night we finished, I went to bed and my hands felt like I had arthritis. I couldn't open oh, them. I had to that take, bad? It hurt, dude. It hurt so Was bad. that from like the vibrant of the machine or or was that? No, that was just all I day. First time, the first time we did, I, I bought like an 18 inch um, putty blade and it was just like over oh. and over and over but thankfully my sister-in-law she helped me out a lot um and my parents my in-laws have been awesome like we've cleaned so much like you, uh, maybe i'll post a picture of this but our bathroom looked disgusting and now really? it looks like pretty good like it was yellow good. now it's white it's <laughs> <laughs> so. always good you don't want it too yellow no, no, yeah, the yellow, <laughs> it's not the color we're really going for this year. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> but, seem like a quarantine yellow. No, would be a good good color to go with. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's been pretty good. Um, I have to be. Uh, I I feel very happy that we have a home now. Um, so hopefully yeah. the the biggest race though is trying to get in the home, ready to live in, before Ezra shows up. That's where I'm at, because he's due February the first week of February. And we've heard stories of people going in a week before their due date and we're getting close to January. So I got to really kick in gear, getting this house done so that we can live in it. And what sucks too, is we bought a brand new couch and it looks awesome. Like Eric, it's like falling asleep in pillows. Good. Ooh. Doesn't show up till late February. Either way, that couch <laughs> is probably going to get 
messed up. I, I don't know. That's how <laughs> no, ours yeah. was. Ours got uh, spit up all over it or whatever. Yeah. On it. So beware. Anybody comes to my house, don't sit on the couches. (laughs) (laughs) No, trust me. Like, we did not want to get a fan. We got like a really, really basic couch. Really. And it's cool. You can take it off each like casing or whatever. Take off the case. You throw it in the wash. I love it. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's That's really cool. I love it. We had that too. And I think I jacked it up. The first time I, I threw it in, I. Didn't know it needed to be on a delicate cycle or whatever. Oh. And ended up getting holes in the in the or the the stitching broke at the seams on certain cushions. Oh so. yeah. See, see, I yeah, I'm glad you said that because I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> I would yeah. like, throw it in with my t-shirts. <laughs> exactly. It, little did I know. Oh god. I thought it would be like towels or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's things I need to remember. But yeah, well, I'm excited for the couch. I'm just a little bummed that he'll be born and we don't we still have our old couch, which is not the best, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, for sure. But before we start the uh, topic that we wanted to do, even though it is going to be late, um, I do want to talk a little bit for like a couple of seconds. Um, uh, I know it's like kind of intense uh very serious stuff but i want to let everyone know how this pandemic has been um and that i really really want everyone to take this covid as seriously as possible protect yourself because unfortunately uh vanessa's family lost somebody because of covid um her aunt josie who was the pride and joy of this family everyone loved um dearly um and she had a lot of spirit to the family contracted covid and over 20 days started decreasing in health. Um, and unfortunately she lost the battle and she's not with us anymore, but I just wanted to kind of, I didn't want to bring somber to this episode in the story, but more of just kind of let people know, like this thing is real and it's scary for a lot of people. Um, and I, and I really pray for those that have dealt with this at this, at that level. Um, and, and send any love and prayers to families that have been through this because seeing it firsthand is, is really, really scary and really sad. Um, so that's all. I just wanted to put that two cents in there, but, um, if you want to add anything, Eric, you're more than welcome to, if not, we can move on, but I just want to, no, I just want to say, I'm sorry for, for your loss and Vanessa's family. I mean, that's, I'm sure that's extremely difficult. I, I don't, uh, I wouldn't know how to handle that in that type of situation, Fortunately, I haven't lost anybody thus far, knock on wood, that's uh, that close due to COVID, I should say. Um, So our prayers and my heart is out with you guys. And yeah, I mean, definitely take this serious. This isn't a joke. Um, Do your due diligence. Find out more information on how to protect yourselves and others. Um, Just do what you can. Don't be dumb. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I could not agree with you more. Information, educate yourself. That's all it comes down to with this. Um, you can still live your life, but live in a very yeah, safe, sure. safe, uh, protective way. So um, that's all. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, but if you, if anyone that is listening, um, this family is awesome. Um, I, I, I think that's what breaks my heart is it to the family that it happened to, but um please uh if you're interested i'll post it on our facebook page too um and instagram we would very very appreciate it uh the family is also in need of financial help from this uh because of this so we love it if you guys could donate to their gofundme again i'll put it on the youtube page 
um, on our, our Facebook. I'll share it. Um, and also our Instagram. That'd be awesome. A dollar too. I know it's tough, especially COVID with jobs and things like that, but anything helps for this family. Um, but yeah, so thank you. And um, all right, cool. Well, this is uh, Cousin Dads, a show about two uh, cousins who uh, are you make a great decision of becoming fathers uh, <laughs> without realizing the consequences that come with it. But uh, I'm just kidding. I'm really, really stoked uh, for this today's episode. So thank you for being part of this show. Um, today's episode was actually supposed to be filmed last week but because of all the stuff that's been going on. We've had, I asked Eric if it was cool. He was totally down for it. Uh, even though Christmas has passed, I really, really wanted to do our top 10 Christmas dad movies characters. Who are our top 10 dads in Christmas movies? Because there's so many great Christmas movies out there. You know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, uh, Elf, and there's dads in these stories. And I wanted to talk about who our top 10 dads are. Um, we can go through the list real, real. We can go in, in somewhat in depth, uh, but why we chose who we wanted to. So um, You guys are having fun over there. Oh, yeah, no, it's, they 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 know how to have fun. I, I, if I brought them on the show, they'd be they we'd be on here for like three hours. That'd be great. <laughs> One day, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. so I will kick it off if that's cool with you, Eric. Yeah, I'm I'm not too big with the Christmas movies. I've always seen a very small few, so this is probably more uh, in your realm. But I'll, <laughs> I, I'm probably I'll probably have some some things right. to say about them. All right, cool. So the first one. In my number 10, uh, coming in at number 10 is Scott Calvin in the Santa Claus, which is played by Tim Allen. Um, the reason why he's in my number 10 is because he was not a great dad to begin with. And then he got the coolest job in the world, which is Santa Claus and became the coolest dad. Oh, you're talking about the original Santa Claus. Yeah. The Santa Claus. Oh, okay. With, with the E. With okay. Funny story though. I didn't know that Santa Claus was spelled C-L-A-U-S. I thought it was C-L-A-U-S. <laughs> e? Yes. Until later. I think that's realized. American version. No, but the, I realized it's the clause in the contract. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Bam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I didn't but, realize that either. But that's <laughs> There you go. I do. I literally just learned this. I was afraid to admit it right now, but I appreciate your honesty because I literally just learned this like maybe two weeks ago. It's all good. Yeah, right. I'm not embarrassed. So, but he's he's my number ten. I like him. I think he's because he really uh, he he was not a great dad, but he figured it out by becoming the coolest job in the world, which I think is Santa Claus. Um, I think Tim Allen fits that perfect beard and the 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 look and the vibe. So for me, he was number number ten. So yeah. I, and that's one I have seen, and I I do actually like that nice. that movie. So yeah, we're good. So, okay, do you have a number ten, or am I? Do just, I have a number ten? Let's just go off of your list. Okay, let's go off my list. All yeah, right. my yeah, my list's not that great. Let's not. <laughs> right, let's. Cool. And okay. that one was on my list, so most likely the the interlap. I don't even think I made ten. I don't think I've seen ten Christmas movies. <laughs> so. We got to get if I, I've seen the same ones over and over again. I'm not, you know, I haven't okay. taken a chance so, and tried something new. So, okay, we'll do this. We'll, I'll, I'll read off my list and then we'll do some nice feedback right here. So this one, okay. I feel like you should have seen. I'm going with Papa Elf at number nine from Elf by Bob Newhart, who played, or Bob Newhart played Papa Elf. So 
you've seen Elf, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his elf dad, not the not the dad, his real dad, the elf yeah, dad. Yeah. So okay. I, the reason I, I put him higher than Scott Calum is because he's an elf who adopted a human being, knowing how big this kid's going to get, knowing how difficult it's going to be for him to be a father of a human in an elf world. And he took it with stride. Papa Elf, number nine. I thought it was a good, a good fit there only because like, that's a, that's a hard time. And on top of that, you're Will Farrow's dad. And then Dude, that's selfless. Like that is true. He, that is true. He's an elf. That's a human. He, I mean, given, I don't think Santa Claus gave him much of a choice according to the story. No, no, we didn't get any choice, but he still took it on and, and rolled with it. I so. thought he nailed it. So yeah. that was my, that was my number nine. Um, I thought it was like, you know, it's, kind of self-explanatory my number eight bob cratchit in a christmas carol but kermit the frog in the muppet christmas carol okay it's been a while since since i've seen the muppet christmas carol i didn't know there was a dad he was a dad in there yes because remember he's the father of tiny tim i have no idea who that is <laughs> remember tiny tim you had the crush no and that the whole thing is like he's he's not doing well health-wise because they don't have any money and then scrooge doesn't pay Bob Cratchit well so then they do like okay the, now I know you're talking about so yeah okay I put Bob Cratchit at eight I know he's kind of low because like he works for like the worst dude in the world he doesn't get paid any money and then he's got a sick kid I know it's kind of low but like there's like I think it's a great story I think Kermit the Frog plays it really really well it's probably one of his best work in, in all his films and on top of that like he has such a cute kid as I'm a baby a baby frog as Tiny Tim and there's this great scene where they're literally, I think, skating. Or no, it was the slide on the ice and he's on his shoulder. It's just, it's so well done. And, and, and the love he shows for his family is great. The love he shows for Miss Piggy is awesome. I just, I feel like Kermit the Frog was born to play da- a dad at some point <laughs> in his life. I don't think I've ever seen this. Oh my God, you got to see it. It's, um, what's his face from uh, uh, Dark Knight? Um, uh Oh my God! What's his name? Dark Knight. He plays Heath Ledger. The, no, no, the guy Alfred. He plays Scrooge. Michael oh, Caine. Okay, Michael Caine. He's a great Scrooge. So that's my number eight. Right, so um, all right, I'm my number. Check that out. Check that out. Number seven. I hope you've seen this movie. Do you remember the movie Jack Frost? I never saw it. Okay, Jack Frost. Story about. It's kind of creepy and and but good, but also a little sad about this guy named Jack, played by Michael Keaton. He's in a band, really good, loves his family, but lives all about the band. Goes on a, I think he goes on a tour to do a show, dies. Family's devastated. Next Christmas comes around, he comes back to life through a, a snowman and then huh. spends a whole day with his son. Great story. Teaches him little tricks about hockey. How to shoot I love it. the summarization of, of the right? whole movie. And like, it's it great. feels pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's, it's it sounds like a good movie. It's fantastic. I think he, it was because he was a great dad to begin with. And unfortunately, you know, this happened. He passed away, jumps into a snowman and saves his kid's life in the sense of like, helps him face his bully, helps him like reconnect with his mom, helps him become a great hockey player again because he, he didn't want to play hockey after his dad passed. It was awesome. I think I... nice. Michael Keaton makes plays in a fantastic father from, from a father of, of support and love in Jack Frost to an evil father in Spider-Man homecoming. Either way, he plays a good dad. 
All right. So I, I think that works, but All right, that, that works for me. <laughs> I, All right, I, another movie I might have to check out. <laughs> okay, please. You've seen this movie though, A Christmas Story, correct? Yeah, of course, I've seen that. Okay, one. Perfect. It's Mr. been a while since I've seen it, but Mr. Parker, Darren McGavin, who plays Mr. Parker, uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Ralphie's dad. Okay. To me, sums up my father. Great man, loves his sports, loves to read his paper, loves good food, can't stand when the dogs make a mess. <laughs> loves his boys but also can't stand them sometimes when they're annoying uh just a good dad i love him yeah. and the best yeah. part what makes that scene i get emotional when i watch it is when he buys his son the one thing that he wanted that his mother even said he couldn't have the red rider bb gun like that yeah. like that is that scene alone sums up how good this this dad is <laughs> <laughs> is that something your dad would do is that where oh, your yeah. mom would be, tell you you oh. couldn't get it your dad would so oh yeah, my take you off. My dad would do that all the time. I'll never forget. Uh, my mom. I, she'll probably hear the story. I was seventeen, sixteen. I went to my first high school party, and my mom dropped. My mom and dad dropped me off. And mind you, this is like a high school party. It's not like yeah. you know, you know, yeah. you're getting goodie bags at the end of the thing. This is like a high school party. <laughs> my parents dropped me off, and my mom was like, "Don't you drink? I don't want you to do any drugs." Blah blah blah. Looks at me. My dad. I go around the other side. Say go out to my dad, and he goes, "I love you, son. Take care of yourself." Goes in for the hug, sneaks me a piece of gum and says, put this in your mouth when you get home, when you see your mother. And then I went <laughs> right to the party. Oh, dude, you just blew it for your dad. I wouldn't have yep. that one. Wait, <laughs> oh man. This is going to have to be edited out. It's oh, fine, man. man. I'm old now. It doesn't matter. So, <laughs> Okay, fair enough. That, but that, was, that, that to me summed up Mr. Parker from, from a Christmas story. That's my dad. Always looked out That's for awesome. me. So I, I love that. So um so that was my number that six great actually right it's pretty cool yeah right? that's awesome i i never had any, my my i don't think my dad ever did anything that cool <laughs> in high school for sure <laughs> i think my, i got caught with a bottle one time trying to sneak it to like prom or, or uh, a yeah. dance or something yeah that didn't end up well <laughs> oh my god and and that's wait, all wait, true but you, you were more gutsy than I was terrified to do anything, anything. I think that's why my dad made me do it. Cause he was like, so I don't want you to be a big dork. You need to do something, get in trouble. So <laughs> I was a little bit more daring then yeah. for sure. <laughs> so it evens out. Yeah. Um, okay. So number five, uh, have you seen jingle all the way? Arnold Maybe. Schwarzenegger. No. Please. Okay. So I told this. Yeah. You need to watch. I, this. I just want to hear about these. I, I want to know whether I should watch them or not. Okay. So this one you need to watch. So Jingle All the Way is number, my number five dad. His name's Howard Langston, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. The story is he's a uh, business owner, I think. I can't remember. And he's doing really well. He's all about his business. He's making money for the company. But the problem is he always misses his son's things, misses his son's recital, misses his son's game. He's never there. And he wants to make it up to his son. So his son says, I want Mr. Or Turbo Man. It's his doll. It's like this famous superhero doll. And I want that for Christmas. So he goes and decides to, I think he was supposed to buy it. He waited till literally a day before Christmas Eve to buy it. And at that point, they're all sold out. And he goes on this crazy, crazy, like 
adventure on trying to buy this damn doll and he runs into <laughs> Sinbad who's like a mailman who's in the same boat for his kid and they literally are going at it the whole movie finding like at one point they go to like this underground like factory who's like making these counterfeit ones that he's ready to buy <laughs> and then he opens it and it's in Spanish it's like this is not what I wanted oh. like <laughs> it's awesome um but what that I love pretty about- funny Oh, it's incredible. But what I love about his character is that he like as bad as of a father he is before that, he like is working his butt off to get this thing. And at the very end, do you, do you care if I spoil it? I don't want I mean, if you want to see it. I, I don't I don't know. I really don't care, but I don't know if our uh Okay, so listeners make it. The end makes the whole thing. You have to watch the end. Um, because that like there's a line that that his son says that's like that's that's a good dad. Like he, he made up for it. It's really, really great. I, I love it. Okay. So to me, he's my number five. Um, See the okay. Home Alone stuff like that. I've I've seen for okay. Christmas. So let's. Talk I don't know how that. great of a dad. Uh, so that one's kind. That's a complicated one. I have a two. I have a, a two. Uh, who was the first? Oh, I have a. This is my two worst dads. I have two worst dads. It's like an honorable mention, but the opposite. Yeah. So, We'll talk about home t- real quick. We'll do a side thing. So I wanted to put this in there. There are two dads in Christmas movies that are the worst dads ever. The first one is Tim Allen in the Christmas with the Cranks, where okay. his w- daughter decides to go away uh, for Christmas. And okay, I think I've so seen this. Yeah. So him and his wife are like, well, it's just us. Like, we don't do anything for ourselves. We always do something for the family or for, for the community. So they decided to take Christmas off. This dude, like, single-handedly almost ruins Christmas for this this family for this community that's why he's one of the worst dads for in a christmas movie and then the number okay. one the number one for me is the home alone dad because in really? two movies in two movies he loses his son loses not care yeah. and doesn't during care christmas. <laughs> during christmas he just doesn't care at one point in home alone too the mom's like should i go check on the kids and make sure they're on the flight and he's like no nah, they're fine they're there i think i saw <laughs> them come in yeah he didn't obviously learn Nope. Makes him shitty dad. I, I agree with that. Yeah, that's right. pretty bad. So that those are my two dads that are the worst dads in Christmas movies, hands down. So, hmm. hands down. So what about um, you know, I, let me get back to you on that. Never mind. Okay. I, it, yeah, it wasn't really a Christmas movie. The one I was thinking <laughs> of. So, never mind. So okay. So my number four. So if you, I totally understand if you haven't seen this movie. It's not like a popular Christmas movie, but it's my family. One of my family's favorite. Family Stone. Have you seen Family Stone? Never even heard of it. Okay, so it's a big family. They get together for Christmas, but they all bring in their own kind of complications. So Diane Keaton's in it. Rachel McAdams is in it. Um, oh my God, Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. Um, huh. And so the dad, his name is, is is Kelly Stone. He's played by Craig Nielsen, aka Coach from the TV show Coach. Um, he plays a really great dad because his wife. You find out his wife is dying from cancer he's trying to keep the family together deal with his sons that are going through their own thing their daughters that are going through their own thing i just thought he embodied what a typical father of this generation is going through where it's like just everyone's got their own personal problems and you're trying his best to balance it and he's not perfect he screws up a couple of times yeah um and he's not the focal point of the story but what i like about him is like to me he's more most grounded father i've seen on on a, on a Christmas movie, so I want to wow. give him love. And this is a really great scene where he he's stressing out about his 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 wife pass is like is not doing well, and his son is stressing out for him. And so they go out to the high school 
and it's like covered in snow. There's no one there because the school's closed and they're just smoking mm-hmm. pot, just enjoying themselves. I thought it was a really great moment. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like it. It's really good. Music. I, I'm, yeah. I've never seen that. Is that more of like a chick flick? If you want to call it that. Yeah, or... I guess like a rom-com type thing. Um, there you it's, go. That's it's probably re- a better term. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's my mom's favorite Christmas movie. We, we love it. It's a really great story. Um, okay. Have you, you ever got- seen, see, I, I normally, I, so I don't, mm, I've watched, I've seen things like the holiday or love actually. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's not, Love Actually, that's on my list. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Number three, Liam Nielsen as Daniel, as the dad in Love Actually. So the reason why he's my top three is because this is something I am actually scared of, but also excited to experience. My son's first crush slash heartbreak. And the way Liam Nielsen deals with that in that movie is so awesome. What dad would drive his 10-year-old son to the airport to tell him the love of his life at the age of 10 that he loves her? What dad would do that? That is very true, actually. Right? A 10-year-old. Like, most dads would be like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, why do you care about this girl? You're 10. Yeah, there'll be plenty of them. Yeah. <laughs> you still have high school. You haven't even started middle school yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I thought he was a perfect dad in that movie. Like, That's pretty good. It. To me, that's, that, why he's that's top three. That's showing some support right there for sure. Right? Right? Yeah. I think it's awesome. So, all right. And then number two. So now we're in my top two. I feel like this one deserves to be in the top two. Um, it's Clark Griswold and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And the reason why I love him is because I feel like this is a perfect, over-exaggerated example of most of our fathers. The dad who is trying to impress the family, who goes all out to do whatever he can for his family when it comes to the holidays or whatever the case may be. <laughs> because he, not that he, he wants to be proud and show off his family, but he wants to show off how good he is at his stuff. Yeah. That he's not messing around. But of course, in every dad fashion, things go wrong. Christmas lights don't go up. The family that you were really hoping that would show up shows up. Dinner doesn't go go well, and the the kicker for me always is the end when he is excited to get his bonus check and ends up becoming just a donation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That was great for sure. After he already had bought this new pool and everything, yeah, for sure. I just feel like how many, I mean, let alone people, but how many dads have been in that situation where it's like, oh my god, this was not what I expected. This yeah. Oh sh. Oh whoops. Um. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh no moment. Yes, exactly. It's exactly what it is. So that, that was my number two. Um, and then my number one, which I feel like most people should have this on their list is it's a wonderful life. George Bailey. Yeah. That's great. He's sure. the perfect dad in my opinion. And not because he's perfect is because he's so imperfect. But what I love about him in this movie is that he does everything he can for his family and even people yeah. outside of his family. And yep. that's what, and that's why he's what happens at the end is, is what yeah. happens. I agree. I, er, er, everybody recognized that. So yeah. And so, he remained humble. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I, my favorite line is when he comes back into the, the house at the end of the movie, after he realizes what his life would be, a, what the world would be like without him. And he comes back and he goes, Mr. Bailey, or I think he says like, Mr. Bailey, we have something for his, is it, I bet it's a warrant for my arrest. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> 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 
like <laughs> I've never met a man so excited to go to jail. <laughs> like, yeah. Bro. So th- that's my top 10 uh, dads in mo- Christmas movies list. So I hope everyone enjoyed that list. I had a great time putting that list together uh, well before Christmas started until yes, you know, you did. everything was going on. So Definitely. Um, if you haven't seen any of those movies, and I know Eric, you haven't seen some of those, please do. No. They're awesome, awesome movies. Um, they're just great Christmas fun family movies too. So I would definitely considered watching some of those um definitely have to check them out oh yeah so uh yeah i i mean is there is there any fathers in those lists that stick out to you that you've obviously have seen what do you mean say that one time is there any is there any dads on this list that you like really that really stick out to you that you love out of the, you know out of the moves you've seen on here um that stick at well, but honestly, the 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 movie out of everything you had said that I've seen the most is Home Alone because when I was younger, <laughs> that would be my go-to, and I would just watch it over and over and over and over again yep. until what was it? I think Home Alone three. They changed the kid. Yeah, it was and insane. that's why I was like, no, nah, it was different. And you know, the crazy part is actually uh, Wendy's brother. That's his favorite one. Really, number three, and I think that's a generational thing because he's about how old is he? Eight or nine years behind me. Oh my gosh, he's six years behind me. Maybe eight years. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, that's, that's way. Like I was, I was home alone one too. Two yeah. was the only reason I wanted to go to New York. Right. It was the I, only yeah. reason I ever wanted to go to New York and stay at the Plaza I, Hotel. yeah for sure and i wanted one of those little things that you could record and then record your voice and then play it back don't don't hate me i got one my mom bought me one for what yeah i know i'm very dude i was was a spoiled brat i know that's awesome (laughs) it was yeah no i never got one i'm all one day i'll still you know what if you want it i'll buy you for christmas next year (laughs) they gotta have Uh, it on ebay somewhere yeah (laughs) if if they have it i'll still take it why not Right, I'll so leave it right here in my office for sure. There you go. So there you go. <laughs> nice momentum. <laughs> you just yeah, going around recording. <laughs> Check out this thing. This. Check out this thing I bought. You know, forget that I have an iPhone that could do this. This is way cooler. You have you heard yeah. of uh, cassette tapes? <laughs> oh gosh! Imagine. I didn't even think you could. Uh, I, how would? Is there even a connection to connect it to a, a computer or something like that on those things? No. Or an auxiliary cable or. I think it's an auxiliary cable. Well, no, I, I remember when I or... bought it. It was it was when my mom got it for me. It's a cassette tape inside, but then you could play it either either you could record it off the off the radio or play it into a sound system. But there was a headphone jack that goes to an RCA hookup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Though. Like I can't you remember if it was. It. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I it was pretty it. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know what I just record random. Like if you really think about it, it's nothing special. It's just a tape recorder, but it just, yeah, it looks so cool. But then like, that was like, we didn't have anything like that. No, I, at all. I used to make mixtape yeah. with that thing, dude. I'd sit by the radio and just record it and wait for like, you know, you know, a green day to pop up. I used to make mixtapes all the time with that thing. That's so funny. Yeah, dude. See, I would just use the play and record whatever yeah. was on. 
I didn't. Well, I, I had to use that until I was like 13. And then my uncle or my mom finally bought me a, a sound system that had the play and record. And then it was game over, dude. I And then <laughs> what was even cool about that, it had a jack input for a mic. So I used to do my own like, hey, you're listening to Josh. Oh, Kong. what? You're a DJ. Yeah, yeah dude. Right. I tried so hard, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Please put one of those on the show. I would I, love to dude, hear it. I, I, I wish I could find a bad. I lost so much. There's so much good content out there that it just floated around somewhere that I did when I was a kid. We used to make like uh, yeah. parody movies as a kid. There was one movie I did. Uh, we did a parody of American Pie 2. I'm like 11 when I made this, by the way. What? <laughs> and it was me and my neighbor. Oh, man. <laughs> my, I'm sorry, your mom lets you watch oh, that or like e- oh. even... Oh no! See, that's that's like oh my god! She's probably gonna hear this, but that was the beauty of having a neighbor who had an older sister. She had yeah. everything. She had all the movies. We I wasn't allowed to listen listen to uh, um, the adult uh, um, uh, content like albums, so like Limp Bizkit yeah, yeah, or Corn. But we used to go to her sister, his sister's room, and she would play it for us, and we watch it or listen to it. <laughs> It was bad, but I mean, yeah, we we did a scene. We did the scene where the dad walks in when he has the girl into the dorm. Uh, it was like I think it was American Pie two. He's in college. Okay, and and so what we did was our my the younger one of our neighborhood. He was like three years younger than me, so we're eleven. He's eight. He walks in the room as the dad, and my friend's in the he's in this bed, but he has like a stuffed animal <laughs> instead of a girl. <laughs> I, dude, I have no idea what part you're talking about. Hold I on. think it was two, two or three. It was when he goes to college for the first. And the dad? Time. It's the dad who gets the dad. Married? The dad goes to visit him in college, and he has a girl over for the first time, uh, in his dorm room, and he walks in with with the girl. I think oh, it's like the opening okay, scene okay. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know you're talking about yeah, that. Yeah, we did that. We did, and then we did like Jurassic Park. I did so many. That's stupid so movies. funny. Yeah. And you guys recorded on a camcorder or something. I'm so assuming? my dad. This is another great story. My dad, who didn't know this until recently, that I used to steal his camera. <laughs> we would film these <laughs> movies. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. You you would steal it just. So to make parodies of, of other yeah we we shoot like my American too oh we want to do everything so if Ezra if you're hearing this at some point when you get older just know if you want to make a movie just ask your father like <laughs> I will give you a camera don't steal just it just ask yes we'll we'll figure out a way but don't I, let mom know don't let mom know all, all I'm saying is my dad I think he was afraid to give me the camera because that like at the time that was like those were like expensive cam- cameras man yeah for sure they were so but i really wanted a camera so bad and obviously he wasn't gonna buy me one so i had to like steal it so i would steal it while he was at <laughs> while he was at work and i was you know it was the summer i was home doing nothing but, <laughs> that's so funny yeah dude that was that was my, my job good thing you never kept or like accidentally left one of those tapes in there he would have been like what the hell oh is yeah this? oh he would have been so pissed but what was so funny was i finally got when i was in high school I needed, I wanted to do a video project for school. And he's like, oh, cool. You can, here, I'll let you borrow my camera. And I already knew how to work it. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> I, I was reading the instructions overnight. Yeah. I just want to make sure <laughs> that you knew that I knew. I knew, yeah, exactly. How to use this thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, those are the many, many stories I had as a kid. of just trying to be as creative. So lesson learned as a father now, I just need to be as open as I can with my kid and be like, hey, just ask me. Because. I was too afraid to ask my father. Not that he would. I don't think he, he probably would have been okay with it. I was just so afraid he was going to get like, say no. 
So I just wanted to do it. <laughs> now, what if you have one of those expense, like what we consider expensive at this time cameras, See, that, would you still let him use it? I wouldn't let him use it in the sense of him handling it. I would film it and I would let him, but I would let him use my GoPro because that's durable as hell. Oh yeah. That, that's I, a good, I would let him be, if the GoPro is still a thing at that point when he's a kid at 12 that's or 13, crazy. isn't that crazy? Yeah. So no, there may not be a GoPro. It's going to be like a, a, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. It's going to be the yeah. size of a freaking coin at that point. I know. That's so crazy. So they probably have it that size. Probably. I, I, yeah. <laughs> they, I didn't realize they were on their ninth or 10th generation. Like Wait, I thought iPhone. nine just came out. Is it nine? Maybe it's not. Okay. So their ninth generation of this thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't know what else they can add or take away. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's so compact and small, but it's like the next thing is just like a, a I don't know, mic mount. The only thing next they could, I don't know. There's, it's just yeah. we can talk about this forever, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my adventures of, of being a son to a father in the late right. '90s, early 2000s. Um, so we'll end the show with this, Eric. Uh, as you, as everyone feels the same way, 2020 was not the best of years it was the weirdest not even close very complicated uh i remember celebrating 2020 in la for new year's and thinking man this is going to be a great year and then just hit the fan kind of thing kobe right 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 out of the gates that was horrible right when kobe happened it was like nothing got better after that it just got worse yeah worse and worse so exactly the, the the light of the tunnel for me has been my son um Find out that we were pregnant, so that's like the biggest thing. That's you probably that, and obviously getting her home was really really cool. But I think Ezra has yeah. been been kind of the the nice sunlight for me during this whole year. This crazy, odd, sad year. Yeah, that the kids are good to use for that for sure. Yeah. Same thing with that. I mean, I had my beautiful daughter, and that's what made this so great. In addition to that, uh because of the pandemic, I've spent more time than I would have initially with uh, Maddie, my first daughter. So, I mean, that we definitely created a, a thicker bond That's through the dope. time we, we, we have shared. So uh, if anything that came out of this uh, pandemic, that would be number one that I'm grateful for. I love that. That's dope. See, and that's, that's what, that's what we need going into 2021. So with oh, that, yeah what what are you looking forward to in 21 2021 um and what is what do you feel is like your personal goal for 2021 i mean it, it doesn't have to be it could be father related or it could be you know just in general who you are as a person related a personal i mean my personal goal is just to grow personally uh you know in in all aspects of my my life professionally and and personally with my family becoming a better listener uh staying calmer um being there for my daughter now that i know <clears throat> that it definitely is possible and 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 even deepening the the bond that we created this year that's dope no that's i mean that, that's what about you to me it's like so 2021 I, i'll have to admit is like it's been all about my son like that's all i keep thinking about is like 
this is going to be his year. This is, it's, I even told, we told Vanessa, on, like right before we started recording this, like the, to me, it's the year of the baby. It's the year of Ezra. <laughs> um, and that's what I've been looking so excited for. But I think my goal is like, it's like a two-parter is one, I want to be, I know I want to be very, very involved in his life, especially this next year. But I want to be patient because I feel like patience is a key in fatherhood. Oh, yes. and, 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 and patient not only with him as a baby, but patient in, in realizing that he's not going to like go at the pace that I want him to go at. Like, I, I, like I, I, when he's born, I'm ready. Like, let's put on Star Wars. We're going to listen to the Beatles like <laughs> at day one. And I'm like, yeah. I got to slow down. Like, I got to like just take what's coming at me day by day. So that's, that's the part one, but the part two that I feel is so important that I feel like, I don't know if a lot of men think about this is I want to still be the husband that I have been since day one with Vanessa, because now that we have a son and a, and a child on the way, I can't neglect that. I'm still also a husband. Yeah. And, and I mean that <clears throat> with that, that does create some challenges because now it becomes a time issue. Yeah. And I, I know that's always the big, and I think that's why patience is probably the biggest thing is like, I think I want to make sure that I, I'm doing everything I can to be a good father, but not rush it in those moments where I'm like, okay, what are you gonna do next? What big trick are you can do next, Ezra? Maybe in those moments be like, okay, he's, he's okay. Let me yeah. move over to my wife and focus on her. Cause that's the biggest thing is like, I've, I mean, you've, you've talked about it with me is like every woman's different after birth and we don't, I don't know how she's going to be. Hopefully she'll be upbeat and happy. Um, but you know, postpartum is a real thing. And I want to yeah, make sure that I'm, I'm there um, for the roller coaster. Even I know it's going to be tough. It's going to be really hard, but I want to be there. Um, and, and I want to, again, back to patience. I Careful be- what you wish for. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> be careful what you wish. For. Why is no. COVID going on? I, I could be at the bar right now. <laughs> Serious. That's so funny. But yeah, those, that's my 2021 goal. Um, but I'm super stoked for our kid. Um, yeah. But yeah. no, I, I, I'm sure. You, I, I think you guys can be great parents, and I'm sure Thank that you. that kid's gonna be. Just spoiled with love for sure. Thank you. No, I and uh, I, I and I'm stoked for you guys, man. Like the fact that you guys have had, not only had a kid, but you're also raising another kid during this pandemic. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I'm I feel very fortunate that we didn't have to raise a kid during a pandemic. Like the heart of the pandemic. I know yeah. it's still gonna be going on when when Ezra's born, but like dealing with the age levels that you're dealing with. Like that's tough, dude. Like I get like anyone that can compl- that has anyone that complains about the pandemic to me is only parents and for, and frontline workers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Actually, one of my neighbors is a frontline worker and a single parent. She was like, "Jesus oh my gosh, Christ, it's been so hard." Yeah, <sighs> that's rough. Yeah, oh my God. So and and she has no family over here. All of her family lives on the East Coast. And I was like, oh my God. Well, if you ever need help, let us know. <laughs> God, she's doing it too, dude. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's nuts. Well, uh, kudos to her and kudos to you guys for, you know, doing a great job this year. I mean, I know it, it's, Thanks, it hasn't man. been easy, but I think we also need to make sure we pat ourselves in the back once in a while to give ourselves a little bit of credit. 
I agree. Yes. Appreciation for sure. So um, as this seems, obviously this will be the last episode of the year, even though we've done like what, four episodes, five episodes. Yeah. Um, So uh, with that, uh, I would like to say a quick thank you to you, Eric, uh, for the best, what, how long have we been? Three months now, even though it's been a few episodes. Um, It's despite with, everything that's recently been going on i always look forward to these conversations and these episodes hence why i literally made shop at my in-laws place <laughs> um, so uh i appreciate Same. it man thank you thank you for a fun experience with this uh in 2020 honestly if it wasn't for the pandemic i don't think we'd be able to do something like this so i pre i'm trying to take as much as i can with this and use this opportunity to to be grateful for the good things that have come out of this pandemic yeah Thank you. Same with you. Thank you for jumping on board and and taking this on. I mean, you definitely, you definitely grabbed it and went with it. And that uh, definitely shows your character and, and uh, work ethic for sure. I mean, you definitely were there and, and you, you've done the, the run of, of the editing and things of that nature. So definitely thank you. Of course, man. Of course. This is, this is how it works me. This is fun. This is the fun part of my life. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. Uh, last show of the year, next year is going to be awesome. Uh, next year's goals is to uh, get more people on the sh- maybe get some people on the show, some more fun topics. Maybe, you know, I don't think it's a far reach goal of maybe get Tom Hanks on the show. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that would be great. Let's, right? <laughs> say we should make that a goal. Get Tom yeah. Hanks on the show. Actually, yeah. he's one of my favorite act- actors. Yeah. Tom Hanks, if so, not, I, I, I find a, 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 what is it? A, a consolation is Colin Hanks, his son. I think he's a great father too. But yeah. I mean, obviously Tom Hanks is the ultimate dad. So yeah. So I'm okay with that. we'll try. That would be awesome. But um yeah, so uh, that's it for the show, guys. If you want to follow us, follow us at Cuzzer Dads uh, on all social channels, uh, on YouTube, subscribe, uh, you know, send us some comments, whatever it may be. If you want to hear stuff, if you like what you hear, share it with your friends, please do. Um, we would love to get this community bigger. Um, we can start bringing dads more on. We can get some more support. I, for me personally, Eric, if you, however you want to add it, um, want to get as educated as possible because, you know, this whole dad thing is very new to me. Um, so there's different dads with different situations out there. So it, it'd be nice to get more of that coming through. Yeah, I agree. Um, but definitely check us out there. Um, email us at Josh or Eric cuzdads.com for any questions information things like that um any last things eric you want to add uh thank you for tuning in uh throughout the past three months or six episodes however long we've been doing this now um we definitely uh, look forward to you joining us in in the new year and uh please let people know about the show invite them and and as josh mentioned subscribed like um posts and things of that nature just Thank you for tuning in. Sweet. All right, guys, we are out. Happy New Year. Hopefully 2021 is way better. Yes. Peace. Peace.